At this point, every information portal is saturated with mindfulness content. But this show is a unique, unusual, curious take on mindfulness. Some of what you hear will be completely new to you. Let's dive in and take a look at the nature of the aware mind. I invite you to deepen your awareness so that you may be liberated and inspired. We are here with Sarah Vallely, mindfulness teacher, coach, and author. Sarah has been teaching meditation and mindfulness for the past two decades, training and certifying others to teach mindfulness. Sarah is the author of four books. Her latest book is titled Tame, Soothe, Dwell, The 55 Teachings of TSD Mindfulness. On today's episode, we talk about what validation is. We talk about reducing stress and anxiety, and we also talk about how to stop repetitive thoughts and redirect our thinking for positive changes in our life. I'm Jacob Drossett. We are here with Sarah Vallely. Sarah, how are you? I'm great, Jacob. Thank you. Right off the bat, I'm, I've got a question for us, and that is, what do you do when you notice you're having an anxiety episode or you notice you're having a difficult emotion such as sadness or hurt? I start making plans like my mind goes into overdrive. What do I need to do to make this better? And then it creates this whole overworking cycle for me. I get into these overworking modes. If you keep doing that, you eventually go into burnout. Usually I can catch myself before that point. And sometimes I'll use food. If I'm feeling stressed, grab some chips or something. Yeah. Those are a couple things that I do. And then of course there's some more healthy strategies that I'll get into. But yeah, how about you, Jacob? What do you do when you notice you're having an anxiety episode or you're experiencing difficult emotions, such as sadness or hurt? What are some typical go-tos? I will drop my routine and I'm very, very, very routine oriented. And if I start to drop my routine, I start to feel out of control and then I start to become irritable. And then that's usually the cycle. Yeah, I definitely, I, I'm right there with you. And then, yeah, all the, the normal vices too, the normal nighttime vices. <laughs> right. What, putting Netflix on, something like that. Yeah, like, putting uh, Netflix on, having uh-huh. a beer, eating some, oh yeah, we still got those cookies in the thing, you know, like, yeah, it all adds up. Mm-hmm. But I honestly eat cookies all the time, even when things are going good or bad. It's just like, oh, I need to treat myself either way. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> figured that one out yet. <laughs> all right. At least you're mindful of it. Yeah. Get short and snappy with others. That may be the irritability. How about driving faster? You do that if you get stressed while you're driving, you just, just drive faster. I'm trying to pack too many things in. So then, yeah, driving faster because usually I've tried to do too many things before I have to be somewhere else. Some people might turn to putting some music on, which I don't think that's necessarily unhealthy in any way, or taking a bath or meditating. Those are some of the more healthy ways, or cooking and baking and get stressed. I'm just going to, bake a batch of muffins. Another thing that we often do when we get stressed, have an anxiety episode or have a difficult emotion, we devalue ourselves. We might say things to ourselves like, this wouldn't be happening if I was more organized or whatever it is. What if instead of doing some of these unhealthy things that we mentioned, what if you gave yourself some validation in the moment? I'll begin by explaining what validation is by saying what it's not. Validation is not saying to yourself or to someone else necessarily, good job, keep it up, way to go. Validation isn't encouragement. So it's not like we're encouraging ourselves to do whatever it is. Validation is simply acknowledging that there is a reason for the feeling or the thought. 
So if you say that there's no reason for your reaction, then you're basically saying to yourself that there's something wrong with your own emotional psychological system, that there's something faulty, something's not working, right? If something comes up in your psychological emotional system, there's a reason that came up and we can validate ourselves for that. What are some examples of ways that you could validate yourself? You can validate any emotion, any emotion that you're having, any stress response that you're having can also be validated. Experiences do not need to be ideal to validate them. They don't need to feel good to validate them. They don't need to be efficient. They don't need to be in our highest interest to validate them. If we are experiencing something like I talked about, like the stress or, or the sadness, something like that, then it's worth validating. Anything you're experiencing is understandable just for the sole reason that you are experiencing it. We don't experience things for no reason in that psychological, emotional system. Validating it, is just admitting that there is a reason. Give me an example of like an emotion or a feeling and then the process of validation. What would that look like? I was in line in the drive-through at Walgreens to get a COVID test. And I was having anxiety because I needed to get back home for a Zoom. And I was totally stressed out. Fortunately, it occurred to me, well, why don't you give yourself some validation here? And so what I did is I named it. I named it anxiety. I'm having anxiety. And then I said to myself, it's understandable that you're having anxiety right now. You, it looks like you might be late for your Zoom. When I said that to myself, my anxiety went down 80%. Just Now I sat there in the car, still waiting for the COVID test. It was taking her so long to get all of it together. And then about a minute later, it came back. I just validated myself again. I said, this is understandable. I was able to go more minutes with feeling calm. It's powerful, right? You can be in this anxious energy and use self-validation and calm yourself. And I don't think this is something that a lot of people talk about, but it totally works. Yeah. When I first started going to therapy, that was one of the first things we worked on. It was first off being able to even identify my emotion. I realized that I would immediately go to the emotion I should feel and not the emotion I was feeling. This first step that I talked about, the naming, name what you're experiencing. Some examples would be unsafe. I feel unsafe. I feel edgy. I feel hesitant, rushed, singled out, let down, withdrawn. I feel separate. I feel disrespected. I feel played. I feel misunderstood. There's some examples of these uncomfortable emotions or or mental states that we're experiencing that can really be soothed with some self-validation. And then following that up with the statement that it's understandable. So you might say, it's understandable that I feel stressed. I might be late for my appointment like I did, or it's understandable that I feel sad. It's hard to transition to a new city. Some kind of reasoning in there can be really helpful. Validation does not mean that we keep doing it. It's not like this encouragement. That's not what it's about. And usually the opposite is what happens. We actually become calm or we become accepting of ourselves. So here's some examples of what we might be doing if we're not practicing self-validation. You might be thinking, I'm overreacting. Okay, that's not validating your feelings (laughs) in your experience. 
or why can't I be calmer about this? Or I can't believe this is happening or I'm going to be late yet again, right? We're not validating ourselves. We're kind of putting ourselves down or why do I have to be so needy? If you notice yourself doing any of those, kind of catch yourself and say, huh, this is a wonderful opportunity right here to to practice self-validation. Why is it that recognizing your emotion, hopefully accurately recognizing your emotion works? Giving yourself the validation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So in other words, like, yeah, why, how does, why does validating work? One way to look at it is it could be your inner child saying, I just want to hear that this is understandable, that there's a reason for my reaction. Possibly one of the reasons it works is it really helps soothe your inner child. Maybe it's human nature. I read a study showing that medical patients have much more trust in their healthcare providers when their healthcare providers validate their concerns. This might be just part of our human nature. This is a human need that we're born with. Jacob, we're going to take a 32-second break. Hey, join us for an online package. This is for couples and for those in between relationships. The title of this package is Solitude and Partnership. It's about creating stronger connection as well as becoming a stronger individual within the relationship. With this package, you'll participate in six online classes, private coaching, and an online mindfulness retreat. Cancel anytime if it doesn't feel like a good fit for you. Find out more at sarahvalley.com. And we're back. I read a quote that's supposedly from Oprah Winfrey's final television episode. And she says, I've talked to nearly 30,000 people on the show and all 30,000 had the same thing in common. They all wanted validation. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was actually listening to this podcast yesterday and it was a psychologist. He was talking about the emotional immune system. So your body has a natural healing process that it'll go through like really intense car accidents and things. Six months later, they would be in the same level of, of happiness as before. They would have this huge dip and then they would resurface. And a lot of times you can kind of just allow, like really validate the fact that I experienced that and my body is healing itself as we speak, you know, yeah, your emotional immune system, but then also, yeah, your central nervous system and everything is going to kind of regulate itself. I remember my therapist once said, uh, you're all right. You're doing pretty good. It was like the biggest, like, you know, thing ever. He had kind of validated the fact he's like, I think you're good. Just work on the stuff we've talked about. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Really just circling back, validating everything's okay. Everyone's fine. It's all good. You know, that's really my, my safe space. Do you think this self-acceptance piece was important to your healing? Oh yeah. I think that was the the whole thing. I just had to, I just needed somebody else to get, I needed to get an outside perspective on things. It's powerful as some of my clients will say, you know, really, it is understandable that I'm feeling this way. They are fighting against their feelings and thinking that they're not okay. It makes you wonder how many people out there are walking around feeling that they're unacceptable. How does mindfulness come into play when the, we're talking about the practice of validation? So mindfulness and compassion, validation, however you want to look at it are associated with one another, right? Definitely you hear this mindfulness and compassion. And the old school mindfulness teachers might say that this is because compassion is a part of what breaks the cycle of rebirth into physical form. It ends our karma. So that would be a a real Buddhist way to answer that. Maybe a more modern 
answer might be that when we become more mindful, we start to become aware of our difficult emotions and all these thoughts that we're having that maybe we just tuned out before. And so we need a compassion practice or self-validation practice and acceptance practice to help us through, through this. Cause it can be a lot and it can feel uncomfortable and we can feel bad about ourselves, but this is part of the awakening moving into that compassion just eases us through this experience. How do you know if you're right? How do I know if I should validate a, a feeling? Well, any emotion can be validated. It gets a little gray when you get into what I call mental emotions, which are anger, blame, resentment. We certainly could validate ourselves for being angry. It's not going to make things worse. It is better to see what is that deeper emotion underneath anger can often be loss or grief, something like that. And then go and validate yourself for that. It's understandable. I'm feeling lost right now. It's understandable. I'm going through grief over this because this was hard. I had something in my life and now it's gone. Validating deeper underneath emotion is just going to lead to more healing. You could validate the anger, but it might not lead to healing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I thought of a way that I can differentiate it for myself. You're validating the emotion. You're not validating your action. Yes. So, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Valid that I'm angry. It's not valid that I broke a glass in my kitchen, you know, cause I was angry. That's not valid. I've never done that by the way, but Uh, But I've been very angry before. It's valid that I'm having road rage right now. It's not valid that I flip somebody off. Also never done that either. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. I'm totally on board with that. When you start validating your behaviors and your actions, then it's just more dicey. Focusing on validating emotions and stress and anxiety are really going to be a good start. And if you're someone who's not really doing any self-validating, sometimes it's good just to start with the, with the basics. That question about how is mindfulness involved with this practice of compassion or self-validation, my answer to that would be that you need mindfulness to be successful at compassion or successful at validation. And that's because you need to be able to observe what's happening to be able to make the decision that, yes, this is a moment when I can validate myself. And if you want to validate other people, you really need to have that mindfulness observational skill to observe what's going on with another person, observe what trials they're going through so you can validate them, observe what emotions they're going through so you can validate them. And then also being able to observe and be mindful of those trials that you're going through within yourself to validate that. The first thing I would ask the listeners to do is start becoming mindful of those moments when you're not validating yourself. Notice those thoughts of oh, I messed this up or, oh, I wish I was more like this or whatever those thoughts are, and then replace that with some validation. It's understandable that I am feeling this way because of this circumstance. This is understandable. Notice your anxiety episodes. Notice your difficult circumstances. If there's a good chance you are devaluing yourself and you need validation in a relationship setting, this is an absolute superpower. I've been married for a few years now. We actually learned this from Brene Brown. You come in and you give an emotional rating of where you're at, which you have to be emotionally aware to do that. If she's at a two and I'm at an eight, 
I can pull all the weight that night and I don't feel bad about it. It's like, you go put your feet up, get a glass of wine. I'm going to just take care of everything. Unfortunately, it kind of happens in the opposite more often, more often than not. I'm a little drained and she's in a surplus. That right there is just incredible. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing, but it all comes from being able to identify your own emotions. Yeah. I mean, in that action that you're taking by saying, you know, go have a glass of wine and rest is huge validation, right? You're validating her and her feelings and her experience in that moment. Walk me through that. How does that work? You come home from work and you just let your wife know I'm at a two. And that means that on a scale of one to 10, I'm feeling low. It's emotional. It's physical. I'm just feeling really low. Is that, is that what's going on? Yeah. Zero is like, I'm going to bed. One is like, I need to be on my phone. I can't interact with anybody else right now, or I need to go be in nature or something extreme. I have to remove myself in a certain way. Two is I'm here, but I'm basically disassociating and just getting through this so I can recover. Three is I'm functional, but you know I'm not going to be able to fake very well. Four is like functional and doing okay. You probably wouldn't notice. Five is you know normal. Six is like, oh yeah, today's today's good. I'm feeling pretty good. Seven is like, that's prime. Eight is, you know, pretty blissed out. Nine is like one of the best days ever. 10 is the best day of your life kind of thing. You know, like 10 is like, this is it. We only talk about it if things are really, really good or really not good. That's great for listeners who are in a relationship. And then also for listeners who are single, that could be a rating system for yourself to let yourself know how much space you need to take from your work, from other people, whatever it is. So um, I encourage everyone to to use that system. That's great. It helps a lot with boundaries. I always know that it's going to work out better on the outset, that if I can establish a boundary with somebody and create a little bit of space, it's an emotional system. It's not a logic system, right? Because a lot of times boundaries, for me, boundaries defy logic. Yeah. Or we could be in a trauma trigger and that's not necessarily based on any logic. If you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a review. If you are enjoying our podcast on your iPhone, all you need to do is find our kind of homepage within the iPhone app. And the way I do that is I go to the search bar and I put in the aware mind, and then that brings up our main page. Click on that. And then if you scroll down, you'll see our existing reviews, and then it will say, write a review. And you can go ahead and tap that. And we'd love to hear from you. The Aware Mind Podcast is a TSD Mindfulness production. Please visit our website at tsdmind.org. That is T as in tame, S as in soothe, and D as in dwell. Mind as in mindfulness.org. Check out our blog post for this episode with links to supplemental information such as worksheets you can use to put into practice the mindfulness skills shared in this episode. Also, please sign up for our newsletter and receive mindfulness tips. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at aware underscore mind underscore podcast. Thank you.